Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. I've interviewed entrepreneurs who have survived some really tough times, including three family members that went through the Great Recession and then ended up thriving out of that. And today in this podcast, I want to share some of those strategies, things that I've picked up from them, interviewed them about in hopes that they help you. And we've got a lot of new, new listeners, new faces, so to speak, following the podcast. So if you don't know me, I'm Spencer Powell. I'm the CEO of Builder Funnel. Our marketing agency helps remodeling companies build sustainable, repeatable marketing systems that have generated well over $150 million at this point in remodeling projects. And this podcast, Builder Funnel Radio, is where we share what's worked for us in hopes that it will help you grow your business as well. So hope you subscribe and uh, let's dive into today's topic, which is really all about how do you survive and thrive when you're in a really tough environment or it looks like other people around you are just failing left and right? You're seeing people go out of business, that sort of thing. So I'm going to dive in and outline five clear takeaways. And again, these are things that have either worked for me directly or my family or some of my mentors that I've been able to interview and and take away from. And I'm a big believer in, you know, you have to make your own mistakes and, and go through things, but gosh, if you can learn from other people's mistakes, it's a much, much better way to go. So I try to look at mistakes that other people have made and then learn from those. So I don't have to repeat those because I know I'm going to make plenty of my own. So without further ado, let's, let's dive in. The first one is having a really strong marketing and sales system. And as I talk to some of my, my mentors about this, really at the end of the day, Marketing and sales is what drives everything else. And my, my uncle always used to tell me, nothing ever happens until something gets sold. And so if you're putting that as your priority, then you're going to ensure that you have projects and work to keep the team going. And, and really, if you, if you don't have a good marketing and sales system, then you're just you're going to end up starving for new projects. Revenue is going to suffer. You might have experienced a lot of fast growth over the last couple of years. And then you could go right back to, to where you are if you don't have a strong marketing and sales system. And this is something that, that you can see, you can look at past cycles, you maybe even depending on how long you've been in business, you could analyze your own journey and see if you had big drops and, and why those drops happened. Obviously, we're going to have external forces and macroeconomic environment and, and all those things that we can't control. But even when the economy is declining, there are plenty of companies that, that grow through that. So that is number one, having a strong marketing and sales system. Number two, pretty obvious, but worth mentioning cash in the bank. So can you survive several months if you have negative profitability? Could you survive a year? Could you survive two years? You know, what does that look like? Everybody's going to have their own comfort levels. I'm not going to sit here and pretend to have the exact answer for, for everybody that it's, you know, 6.2 months of cash in the bank or something like that. I think it's very situational. I think it depends on how much leverage you have, how much debt you have, 
And then also your risk tolerance. Like there are just other factors that will go into you deciding how much cash in the bank you really need to feel comfortable and confident going through uncertain times. The three months operating expenses is like a good place to start. But honestly, my uncles, when they went through the Great Recession, they went into it with 24 months operating expenses. So probably somewhere between three and 24 is a, is a good number. But cash in the bank is always going to be something that will help you succeed when other people are really struggling. Number three, control expenses. So sometimes, you know, when things are good and, you know, you're growing really fast, you start making decisions pretty quickly and you can take on excess overhead. And so you may see some things that are a little bit bloated, you know, so you might look at I like to to look at what I would call like non-critical overhead. So that might be like meals and entertainment, you know, that bucket, unnecessary travel that's unrelated to, you know, moving the business forward, maybe lease some new vehicles that were more want versus need. And so there's those types of buckets that you can look at, but I think it's it's wise and I try to do this for myself is at least once a year just literally go through every line item in the expense category and just see if there's things that, oh, I subscribe to that, but I'm not really using that anymore. Or, oh yeah, we had you know 10 users of this product, but now we only need eight, but we're still paying for 10, you know, those types of things. So just rolling through your, your expenses, you know, once a year and seeing, hey, is there anything that we really aren't using, don't need, or I could cut back? And I like this exercise for a couple of reasons. One is I think it's just a, a general good practice. It's helped me at least find those things periodically where it's like, yep, don't need that anymore. And then uh, you're just not wasting that money. But the other part of it is that if you focus on those types of things that are non-personnel related and anything you can do to make sure your team is really strong um, and you're building that expertise, you're building those years of experience, you're building that culture through the tough times. Then when you come out, when things are really moving fast and you know opportunity is is left and right you really need those people and you need that team to be on their a game number three is just control expenses and and looking through all those line items hey guys i know that if you listen to builder funnel radio you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy it's changed dramatically over the years and for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, we've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. Number four is step on the gas. Drive forward versus sitting in park. You'll hear it often, which is there's no like idle. You're either making progress or you're going backward. And I think that my takeaway from having lots of different conversations is 
it's more the mentality, right? So maybe you're not, you know, like doubling your business or growing by 50%, you know, when things are really tough, but when you've got your foot on the gas, you're playing with that mentality, which is, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to be aggressive. I'm going to be trying to generate more leads. Every lead that I get, I'm going to be pursuing that lead. I'm going to be having those conversations. I'm going to be following up with past customers. I'm going to be following up with past leads that maybe said, we're still thinking about it or not at this time. You know, you've got that mentality of I'm going to do everything I can to seize every opportunity and use every resource that is at my disposal. And I think that's the takeaway that I've pulled is it's really the mentality. Step on the gas, push forward, look for all those opportunities, go for it. And I think, you know, just to reflect on my experience two years ago, when COVID first hit, I know there was just tons of uncertainty and there's a lot of question marks. And I remember thinking like, oh man, this might be one of those, those moments. And so I went and just had a conversation with my team. I said, who knows how this is all going to play out, but here's what we're going to do. We're going to get aggressive. We're going to, you know, double down on our marketing efforts. We're going to do tons of, you know, content. We're going to do tons of campaigns. We're going to be talking with our clients even more. So we're going to be doing a little bit extra for them to make sure that they succeed through these times. Like we're going to just push in all these different areas. And then nobody knew how it would play out. And as it turns out, you know, a few months later, things got, got really busy. And so I think what it did was it just shifted everybody into like a positive forward moving mindset. That was something that I can reflect on that happened to me recently, but this was something that, as I said, a lot of my mentors said, it's, it's really the mentality going into it. You don't want to go into these times with a fear-based mentality. You don't want to get reckless, but you don't want to be fearful. All right. So the final one is looking to form new partnerships and really seizing opportunities. So a couple of examples would be, you know, looking at maybe like architects or other trades, lenders, different people that are connected to you and you end up working with or alongside, you know, are any of them worried about the next six to 18 months? Maybe this is a chance to deepen your partnership with some of the top players and maybe deepen the commitment to each other to bring business to each other, to look for those win-win opportunities. At times when times are tougher, you know, you want the A players to survive. And that's also a great opportunity to make that connection with them deeper. Because if you can go through a tough time with somebody, when you come out, then you're both going to reap more opportunity as things start, start to look really good. So I like that concept of uh, looking for new partnerships during tough times, because you know, the people that are really pushing forward, they're going to have that same mentality of, Hey, we're going to make it through. We're looking for good opportunities. And so I think that's uh, worth exploring. And then the final, final thing is really that opportunities are, are everywhere if you're looking for them. So this concept, you know, came up through lots of these conversations and I was trying to think about some tactical examples. And I think one of them is, you know, the work from home trend is still a large trend. That's something that, you know, we've experienced a rapid increase in the last couple of years, but this is going to be ongoing. This will be kind of a more permanent shift. And again, I'm, I'm mostly predicting here, but feel pretty confident about it. Why would companies have all this office space if they can reduce that overhead? Why would people want to work in an office when they can have the flexibility of working from home or working from an Airbnb or 
kind of traveling while they're working. And so they can travel on the weekend and then be at a new location. And now they can work all week, but then they can go explore and do other stuff. You know, there's just the amount of flexibility it provides. I don't see this trend uh, reversing. So as an example, maybe you develop a niche package around like home office buildouts or home gyms. Maybe you can link up with gym equipment providers or office furniture companies or design companies. And then on the flip side, these companies might be a potential referral source for you. And so that's just like one example of one you know trend that we've seen kind of accelerate over the last couple of years, but then it, it presents an opportunity to build out a really specific product service design package around that, that people would be super interested in. So I think the, to summarize, like the, the idea is that opportunities are always out there, but you have to be looking for them. And if you're operating out of fear, then it gets a lot tougher to see those opportunities. So there you have it, guys. Those are five takeaways from things that I've seen in my journey as a business owner, as well as my mentors and some family members that have also been in business for a long time. I hope that these spark some ideas, spark some some action for you. And uh, who knows what the next six to 18 months will hold. Maybe it'll be just a little bit slower. Maybe it'll be super terrible or maybe it'll be just fine. Nobody actually knows. And so the best we can do is look at the data, you know, look at our resources, look at the opportunity sets and keep pushing forward. All right, guys, with that, I'll see you next time here on Builder Funnel Radio. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text RADIO to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.